Hello, 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 and thank you for listening to One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. A second podcast in one week. And the stars have aligned. (laughs) Oh, boy. I thought about it yesterday or the night before and then yesterday morning and yeah, 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 here I am. But here's the deal, Chenille. I want to talk to you about this revelation that I had um, as I was working out at the gym the other day. I did do a like a quick, brief little TikTok about it. Head over to Keeping It Real with Lisa on TikTok if you want to learn more about that. But here's the deal. So... I have not been to the gym, very um, disciplined about going to the gym, and the jeans are getting tight, the stretchy skirts and pants are getting tight, so I'm like, you know what, I really need to get back. And I used my, you know, my hand, (laughs) where I had carpal tunnel release back in January, And I still didn't have, like, full function of my hand. Yeah, it's October, yes. January, it's October. Um, And so, in August, when I finally got a different doctor to listen to me, and he's like, why haven't you done physical therapy? I said, I don't know, very great question. I've been asking. So, he said, well, we're sending you to physical therapy. Good news, physical therapy is working. I can make a fist. I can cut with scissors without pain. All of these little things. I can touch my pinky to my thumb almost daily without having to force it, making progress. So I'm like, you know what? I have been using this weak hand as an excuse because I did try over the summer and I don't know, I think it's called the fly where you, and then you have to pull them both forward. Oh my gosh, my left hand, which is my non-dominant hand, was stronger than my right hand. I couldn't even pull at the lowest level with my right hand. Um, So like the left one was like flying over at zero, but I could barely move it. Um, So I tried a couple of the other arm machines and I, lack of success, okay? So I tried just doing squats with the kettlebells and, you know, different non-machine type exercises because it's not a machine. Oh, yeah, no, no. It hurts so much to have to hold the kettlebell. Even the, I did the five pounder. I'm like, this is so sad. I gave up. Okay. I waved the white flag of exercise, waved the white flag of caring and said, forget it. I'm done. And then, so they sent me to physical therapy the last week in August. They couldn't get me in until the middle of September. I've been going to physical therapy four weeks and I'm getting some strength back. I can cut with a knife without pain. I can um, brush my teeth um, as long as I want to because I don't have to let go because I can't keep my fingers together. I'm like, I'm going back to the gym. So I went this week and made time in my schedule. And I have time in my schedule tomorrow and Sunday. And that is going to be a priority. So I need to figure out how to do school, my Epicure business, and still get at least four or five workouts in every week. Because 
as tired and exhausted as I felt before leaving for the gym, I worked out two hours, you know, and some of it was just, I had to take a few more breaks in between, um, but I was able to do things. Uh, I didn't really try the machines because I did not want to defeat myself. And I don't know, are, have you ever experienced that, that like the mental defeat like shuts you down? And if you're one of the people that you're like, no, I just tell my inner critic, my inner complainer to shut up and get out of the way because I'm doing it anyway. I'm not there. I'm not that strong. Um, So I did not do any of the arm machines that I knew could possibly, you know, take away from my momentum to keep going. And so I grabbed the tension the tension, it's not a rope, the tension, you know, they have the handles at the end. Oh my gosh, brain fart. Um, and I did arm stretches and some like pullbacks just using the tension band. Oh my gosh. You know, but not the one that loops like that you put on your legs to do a crunch or a raise. Um, so I did some of those. And I wasn't able to do the toughest tension band, but I was able to do it. And it really is the little things. So I stuck with things that I knew I could do with my hand. And then I'm like, I really need my balance is off. I've noticed my core is weak. My back has been sore. So I need to work on those muscles. And my trainer, Brandon, that I had gave me some exercises And one of the tools that I used for that exercise, I could not find anywhere in the gym and nobody was working. Um, So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to not do it. I'll make do. So I found another way to kind of modify that exercise. Um, So the exercise wasn't as smooth as it would have been because when I lost my balance, I didn't have something to fall, like to grab onto so I wouldn't fall. So I came up quick a few times and... And why am I telling you this? You're like, okay, I don't really care. Um, You're a narcissist. Like, move on, sister. I'm over you. But I'm getting to this, all right? So I did the stair stepper. I did, I worked out in the gym part, working on some arm strengthening, some core strengthening, and balance activities. And then I did, um, went back for more cardio. And here's the deal. As I sat there and I was, I rode the first bike that like has the account I can log in and like ride on the trail or whatever, you know, and I go through the countryside and then I'm like, you know what? I'm just over this. I just want, so I went to the other bike so I could kind of just relax because I really had worked myself out. Um, and I was thinking about my business because I had ranked a leader Uh, last November and I lost it September 1st and I kind of cried I honestly I just cried September 1st when I lost it and I worked hard this summer on my business and but I also worked hard on balancing my life and making sure I'm getting that quiet time with God and that it wasn't all work no play and you know, that nobody was slighted and, you know, so 
I spent this summer really working on balance and who I am as a person. Who do I want other people to know me as a person? And it was so worth it. And I don't regret that. And I did work my business. So on September 1st, when I lost my leader rank, I was so disappointed in myself and kept thinking, all right, what could I have done different, better? Um, And some of the answers, like, I, I know, right? You know what you have to do. But I also know I'm not willing to do some of them. So I can't complain because if I'm not willing to do what it's going to take to do something, then I don't deserve to maintain it or keep that rank, right? Um, Because really, in all honesty, God orchestrated when I ranked to leader. It happened very organically, very naturally. And um, I love my team. I love everyone on my team. I love the ones that gave it a try and then decided, this isn't really for me. I love the ones that stick with it. I love the ones, and most of my team is doing it for the discount. And I love that. And I realized something, like mid-September, you know, was... You know, I lost the rank. My people disappeared out of my back office, which honestly was the hardest part of losing my rank. When I logged in and all of those people that I have really come to care about and love and consider friends and family, all of their names were gone. And I'm like, I'm so glad I keep all this information written down because... They were all there, and then they just disappeared. Oh my gosh. And I was not ready for how hard that hit me. And so I'm like, I gotta get this back. So, September, I dove in and decided I am going to get leader back, and I will be leader again in October. I am going to reach out to people. I am going to um, have them on my team. I'm going to have at least one to two new team members every month. So that every every month there's somebody new that's qualifying. So that I can keep leader. Alright. And that was kind of my drive in the summer. And that's how I worked my business. I worked my business so that I could maintain leader and um, sorry, I'm hooking the dog. I'm just getting more. So that I could get my numbers back. So that I'd have enough people. I need people. I need numbers. I need this number in sales. I need this number of people qualified. You know what? I worked that hard over the summer, right? I lost my focus. And I think that's it. That's what happened. I started working a business as a business. Like, 
<laughs> and I get it. You have to work a business. But that's not my personality, which, you know, is why my husband and daughter and my father always say I'll never be a good business person because I'm a people person. And I do think it's possible to be both. I think you can be a people person and a business person. And I think it's a skill set. Some of it you can learn. I don't think you can learn to be a people person. Either you are or you're not. That I don't think you can learn. To be a business person, yes, you can learn it. And I am going to learn and I am getting better. I'm better today than I was in July of 2020. I'm better today than I was the first time I had an in-home party. Yet, I need to get my focus back on my customers, on my host, and really love on them and take care of them. And I, and I haven't stopped doing that, don't get me wrong. But I feel like I have been so focused on, would you like to join? Would you like to join? Oh, you have to join, which I do love it. And I think everybody should join. I think you should join for the discount. I think you should join so that you can share good food. If you're looking for a part-time job, Epicure, and you like to cook especially, do Epicure. (laughs) Because you can earn whatever amount of money you want to earn every month if you're willing to work. And I'm still going to share that opportunity because I believe in the opportunity and I believe it's fabulous and wonderful. But I really want to focus on sharing a love for good food real fast. I want to focus on sharing how you can take five or six ingredients, 20 to 30 minutes of time, and make dinner for your family. And then slip in that it's low sugar, low or no sodium, tastes delicious, and is good for you. And slide that in there after they're hooked on making dinner with five or six ingredients in a half an hour or less. And I want to show people, look at time isn't an issue for you. Take the seasonings and make a crockpot meal. This month, I'm doing a crockpot meal every day. Every day at... Five o'clock, I think, there is a new Crock-Pot meal that goes up in my Facebook group, Keeping It Real, Cooking with Lisa. That's what I want. I want to show people. All right, take the stress out of dinner. Throw it in a Crock-Pot in the morning and call it a day. I want to love on people. So you're going, all right, that's good, that's good. What does that have to do with your lack of going to the gym and your wrist? Here's the deal. Anything that we're going to be successful in, anything we're going to be successful with requires discipline. It requires time. It requires dedication. It requires focus. It requires passion. It requires a desire. You need a why. You need a goal. You need to know where you want to be and how you're going to get there. But you also need to know who you are at your core. Who are you at your core? And when I look in the mirror, I don't wake up in the morning and say, you are a rock star leader at Epicure. You are a six-figure earner. You are going to be debt-free in two years. 
I don't. I look, get up in the morning and I look in the mirror and I say, thank you, God, for the breath in my lungs. Thank you for my amazing customers. Thank you for my awesome host. Thank you for my team that trusts me and walks alongside of me as we build this team and share good food with others. I look in the mirror and say, in five years, five and a half years, Epicure is going to allow me to retire early. That's exciting to me. In five years, I'm going to be able to retire early and help raise my grandchildren like my parents did for us so that my daughter and my future son in love does not have to rely on strangers for daycare. That matters to me. That motivates me. But I'm not going to get there if I don't do the work. So yes, I need to be hosting parties, having parties, meeting my customers, building new customers, and adding people to my team. In order to reach my goal in five years, that's what I need. Now, if the Lord chooses to take what I do and grow that into a six-figure income, praise God. To him be the glory and to him be the tithe. But that's not my goal. My goal is not a six-figure income. My goal is to make enough money to retire when I turn 55 and help raise my grandchildren or grandchild or fur fur babies if that's what they decide to have and do it making as much money as I'm making now and be debt free when I retire. So yes, I have work to do because our kitchen floor, our living room floor, they all need to be redone. Probably a thirty or forty thousand dollar job. I don't know. I don't know floors, but I know we don't have the talents to do it, so we have to hire someone. If you're a contractor and you live in the New Haven, New York area, and you want to donate your carpentry skills to put in a floor, I'll provide the the um, lumber and everything to get it done. I would take that blessing and tell you thank you. Um, But that's what motivates me. That's what, it's the same thing with a gym. If I want my jeans to fit and not be tight, I need to go to the gym. I need to do some cardio. If I want a ripped back and ripped abs and toned calf muscles and thighs so that when I wear shorts, I look good, I need to hit the weights. I can't reach my physical goals without the gym. I can't reach early retirement goals without work in my business. So here's the deal. As I exercised at the gym, and I did, I think, 40, 45 minutes of cardio, 40, 45 minutes at least, um in the fitness center 
I realized I hadn't only let my business slide, I've let my prayer life slide, I've let my physique slide. I dropped the ball. So I was busy all summer, but not productive. Busy, but not productive. Is that something that you can relate to? Okay, so that's what I have. And this is what came to me while exercising at the gym. As busy as I was, as goal-minded as I am, it took the sweat and the exhaustion at the fitness center, at the gym, to help me realize that I can ride on that bike and go absolutely nowhere. Unless I know where I want to go. And so where do I want to go? Leader is not the end game. Senior leader isn't the end game. Early retirement and helping to raise my grandbabies is the end game. And if God so chooses to make that a six-figure retirement, praise God. But that's not my goal. And that shouldn't be my goal because that's not going to motivate me. Six figures motivates some people, right? And that might be you. And yes, would I love to have money to where I could go to the gym, where I could work out at home and not have to go to a Monday through Friday, um, 7.30 to 4 job so that I could do all the really cool classes that happen at the, you know, the Y when I'm during the workday, of course. But I don't want that enough to do what I need to do to do that. Do I want to retire early or when I'm 55? So that's early retirement. Debt free so that I can help raise my grandkids. Yes. Now, what do I need to do that? What's required of me and my husband? Like we need to be on the same page. Okay, and that's a whole nother aspect of where you want to go and how do you want to get there. Because if you're married or living with your significant other, do they have the same vision? Every year I do vision boards with our team because it's fun to get together with people and do that. The vision board, I've got to be honest with you, doesn't motivate me. But it is so beneficial and motivating for some of my friends and some of my teammates. They need that vision board to succeed. To me, I enjoy the time with the people the evening we create the vision board. I enjoy knowing what other people are striving for and what they plan to do to get there and how to pray for them and encourage them. That I enjoy. So that's why I do it. But doing the actual vision board does absolutely nothing for me. But I love it. 
And why do I love it? Because I know that for others, they need that. So basically, some people are training to run a marathon. Others are training to run a 5K. Others aren't running to train for anything other than to get into a better looking dress for a wedding or for the prom or for a bar mitzvah. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? We're all running a race. And we might not even be all riding a similar race, but the path and what's important to us to get to that race, you got to figure out, are you training just to look good in an outfit for one occasion? Are you running this and working hard because you want to do the 5K? Because you want to do a half marathon, a whole marathon, a triathlon? I don't know, but only you can decide. And that's what I need to know for me. Am I doing this? Am I in a 5K, a half marathon, or a marathon? Or really, am I in a triathlon? Because there's other aspects of my life that I've let go, like my writing and my speaking, that I want to be a part of my retirement. So how does my Epicure business and my writing and my speaking all fit into that one goal? I don't know. Was this helpful to you? If it was, you know, leave me a message. Um, visit me on Facebook. Leave a comment. Um, share this with podcast with somebody that you think it would be beneficial to. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Your time is valuable. And... Time is such a gift, and you don't get it back. So thanks for listening to me while you're doing the dishes, the laundry, cleaning the house, exercising, taking your walk, um, just ignoring your kids and telling them you're listening, reading a book. <laughs> Whatever that is, thank you. And I hope that this realization helps you reach whatever race you're running. I'm Lisa. You've been listening to uh, One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I'll talk to you next time.